Hey guys, it's Michaela here. Uh, this is my very first episode of the Raising a Wildflower podcast. Um, I have a blog that's also Raising a Wildflower, um, and I've had blogs for about two years now, um, but I have heard that the new thing is podcasting because a lot of people uh, don't have the time to read blogs all the time, including myself. Um, I'm still going to continue writing blogs because that's something I also do for myself. I really enjoy it, um, and writing is just the easiest way for me to get all my thoughts out, get them in order. Uh, so what might happen with this podcast often is that I will basically read aloud the blog that I wrote um, and hopefully not have it sound stiff or anything, but I try to write the way that I talk, so hopefully it'll communicate the same way and maybe even better, and hopefully I can reach an even larger audience um, for people that would rather listen than read. I am currently sitting in traffic on I-25 trying to get home. I just had a fun uh, mommy-daughter play date with one of my close friends in college. We have daughters that are two weeks apart, so it's always really fun when we get together, Um, but we live on opposite sides of Denver, and anybody that lives in Colorado can tell you that that is horrendous because traffic here, especially on I-25, is um, abysmal, and right now it's pretty much rush hour. It's like four o'clock, which was probably the worst time to drive home, but you know, got to do what you got to do. And it was worth it. We had fun. Uh, we went to the Denver public library because although it is May 22nd, it is currently, well, right now it says it's 51 degrees, but the last three days it's been below 40. It's been in the thirties. Uh, we got a bunch of snow yesterday. It was like a blizzard. Um, so welcome to Colorado in spring. So, um, we had originally hoped to be able to, you know, have a picnic outside or go to a park or pretty much go anywhere, but the weather forced us to go somewhere inside. So we thought the Denver Public Library would be a great place to go. Turns out that part of Denver, which we should have done our research, I guess, is, I mean, it's like central Denver. It's right by the Capitol. It's right by the, um, Museum of Art. Like all these things are there. So parking is very scarce, to say the least, and the parking lots that you do find are like $16 for the day, and we're obviously only trying to be there for a couple hours, so it was pretty stressful finding parking. I ended up uh, parking at a diner, and I went in and asked them if I could pay them to park there. Um, They said no, but they weren't really in charge of the parking lot, so basically uh, they closed in like an hour and a half, so... They said after that they really have no control so best of luck and I took the gamble and I was away from my car for really only about two hours but I was part of me was pretty terrified that I was going to come back to a towed car but I didn't um (laughs) but the library I mean it was nice we got to we got to sit there and, and chill and we fed our babies a little bit um but that part of Denver is not it's just not really conducive to to, with little babies it was kind of sketchy and there was um just so much traffic so we know better next time not to go there but it was fun on the least nonetheless it was still fun um so that's pretty much this podcast I'm hoping it'll be a variety of different things um kind of like my blog but a lot of it is obviously going to be centered around motherhood and babies because that is my life right now um, I have a an eight-month-old daughter. She just turned eight months two days ago, and um, I stay at home with her all the time, and I love it. Um, I 
am this summer working at um, a golf course that I worked at last summer because I love I love it and I love the people that work there and they have been so generous as to really work with my schedule and allow me to work only when um, when I can and when my husband can watch our daughter so that's worked out really well but really I'm, I'm a stay-at-home mom and I I couldn't be happier to be honest um, I was kind of afraid when I was pregnant because we got pregnant a lot earlier than we planned uh, we had been married for four months and um, we're trying to have a couple years to ourselves so when I was late on my period that was a little bit terrifying to say well, to put it lightly, um, and when I, we did take the test, it was six o'clock in the morning, the day after my twenty-fourth birthday, um, and it was positive. And sadly, um, I bawled my eyes out. I was so, so, so terrified. I had so many emotions. Um, I didn't want to. I didn't want to cry the first time I found out I was pregnant that's not, I don't think what anyone really dreams of or imagines the first time that they get pregnant, that they are bawling their eyes out. So I was half bawling because I was terrified because we weren't, you know, we weren't trying to have a baby yet. We felt like we, you know, definitely weren't ready financially, mentally, whatever. It was just way too early. We felt like, so I was half crying about that, but half crying because I was crying about being pregnant. The most like beautiful, amazing gift of becoming a mother. And I was crying over it. So that first day and the first couple weeks of being pregnant were a whirlwind, but we got excited really quickly and um, we waited until um, until birth to find out what we were having. So that was so fun. It was really hard, but it was so fun. It was fun to have everyone take bets on girl or boy. It was fun for us to kind of go back and forth. Um, I was pretty certain it was a girl from the start. There was like, a month or two in there where I was like, well, maybe it's a boy. Um, but for the most part, I was really confident that it was a girl, and I really wanted a girl. Um, so part of the reason why we didn't want to find out, or I didn't want to find out, was because I was afraid that I would be disappointed learning that it was a boy because I wasn't holding, you know, I wasn't holding the child in my arms, and I didn't want to have any disappointment towards this child, girl or boy. And I knew that um, by the time they were born regardless of whether, you know, it was a boy or a girl or whatever, I would just be so elated that I wouldn't care at all. So that's why we, that's one of the reasons why we waited, but it was a girl and finding out, um, when they, when I, you know, pushed her out, which gosh, I mean, I guess this podcast is just all a background, um, a quick little history, but my, my labor was 44 hours and I was, um, I was induced after a week uh, so she was a week late. I was induced, and then it was 44 hours of labor after induction, which I was definitely not anticipating because um, there's a bajillion babies in my family. We're just a baby-making factory over there, and none of my sisters or my mom, the longest labor that any of them had was like nine hours. So I wanted to do a natural childbirth, and I was so confident that I'd be able to do it. I thought, you know, maximum nine hours, 10 hours of pain. Like I can do that. I can handle that. No problem. Um, but 24 hours in, I was still only dilated to a four. Um, no, I was a three. They hadn't even, so I'll, I'll do a whole separate podcast about my labor story, but, um, suffice it to say after 24 hours and progressing very, very little, um, I, got an epidural because I didn't sleep that first night and I was going to be going on, you know, 48 hours or two straight days of no sleeping. 
and I knew I needed my energy to push and obviously become a mother because labor is the just the beginning um and I was really disappointed when I got the epidural but it ended up being really great and by the time Charlotte was actually ready to come out uh the epidural had worn off so I was able to feel her coming out and it was the most painful intense moment of my life and when she came out and they said it's a girl um they actually my husband announced it and they put her on my chest and I just was bawling it was a beautiful beautiful moment um and we named her Charlotte May we call her Charlie um and she is the light of my life she is so much fun um, and anyone that meets her, I think, feels the same way. She's just, she's just special. She's goofy and um, serious at the same time. She really, when she looks at you, she's like looking into the depths of your soul. Um, but then when she smiles, it lights up her whole face. And she has the craziest expressions of any baby that I've ever seen. She is a hoot. And I, I, um, what I was trying to say was that when I was pregnant and we had got pregnant way too early, so I thought. I was terrified that I wouldn't enjoy being a mother, that I would feel um, claustrophobic or suffocated or just like I would resent that I didn't have my anything anymore. You know, my body would not be mine. My time wouldn't be mine. My schedule, everything would going to change very drastically. And I was really afraid that I would resent that, especially because um, we weren't planning on having a baby that early. But I can... I, I didn't want to ever leave her the second she was born. I was just head over heels in love, and I didn't want to ever be away from her. And I know that's not every mother's experience, and I know everyone feels differently. Um, and whatever makes you, you know, the best mother is whatever, you know, what you should do. If you need to work part-time, if you need to have a babysitter, if you need to have a nanny, whatever it is, whatever makes you be able to be at your best as a mother, that's really what's important. Um, but I'm very thankful that... We are in a place, and I have a husband that fully supports my decision to want to stay at home with her, and that I really do love it. Um, she is the 24th grandchild born to my family, which is crazy. I told you we're a baby-making factory. Uh, we're Catholic, we're Italian, we're Hispanic, we're Native, well, Spanish, Native American, so I mean, it makes sense, I guess, when you put it that way, but um, it's been so fun. For Charlie to have so many cousins around and um, the wealth of knowledge from all of my sisters as mothers so um, a lot of the things that I talk about or say in here I am not just speaking from my own experience I am very blessed that I have the experience of six other mothers who have you know 30 children between them including my mom because I'm one of seven and that has been invaluable to me so um, I'll talk about that in um, just my experience as being number six of seven. I mean, there's so many things to go into and I don't want to just make this podcast a complete wild tangent of different things, but that's kind of where it's going right now. But um, basically it's just an introduction to say that I am really excited to start this podcast. Um, I've kind of toyed with the idea of making it, um, having a once a week, like a book review. I am a huge reader. I love reading and I also have gotten really into reading children's books to Charlie and it is so fun uh, we go to the library pretty much weekly and I get some weird looks because my baby is obviously tiny and she you know 
can't pick out any books so I'm just over there picking out books but it's been so fun and she actually loves being read to so I found a lot of really good children's books and I know when you're walking into a library or a bookstore or and you, and you don't know especially if you don't have children there's bajillions of books there's so many and not all of them are great so I thought it would be fun to share my favorites um for her and then also for myself so I think I'll probably do that once a week and I'm hoping that this podcast can be a bi-weekly thing so maybe uh once a week books once a week whatever else um and if the book thing you know if I don't have enough content for that which I might not maybe it'll be a monthly book review I don't know but I just think that'd be really fun um and I would welcome any requests for podcasts any kind of subject that any of you would like to hear more on or elaborate on or a piece of my story that you feel that I should share um my Instagram handle is Michaeli, M-I-C-A-L-I underscore Depinto, D-E-P-I-N-T-O. And you can direct message me, you can comment on my Instagram, and that also has a link in my bio to my blog, which you can always comment on that too. And I hope that there are still people that love reading like me and read blogs and read the blog still. But I am really excited to do this podcast because I can do it like right now while I am stuck in traffic and would otherwise just be wanting to chew my tongue off (laughs) to keep from having road rage which is something I've been really trying to work on since having Charlie in my backseat anyways um this is definitely getting well there's not really any topic but um I'm really excited to be doing this and I can't wait to uh, build this community of moms of dads of women of men whoever finds this interesting and wants to be a part of this um would just I'm just so excited so um yeah uh look forward to next time talking to you guys thanks so much